0: Hello everyone. Welcome to episode 18 of Nutanix Weekly. I'm your host Andy Whiteside. Got a good group here today. Um, got the Nutanix team as well as the Lenovo team, and we're going to be reviewing a blog that came out recently that talked about the end-to-end solution uh, using software uh, to define the solution, but using Le- Lenovo's gear, some of it pre-installed. Uh, and some of it, uh, you know, meeting the channel partner enabled, installed uh, between Nutanix, which is specifically what we're talking about, uh, and maybe iGel or other technologies on the endpoint to access that Nutanix uh, on top of Lenovo hosted solution. So the actual name of the blog is Meeting the Needs of Your Remote Workforce with Ease. Uh, Lenovo and Nutanix deliver a complete, and that's the keyword, complete hosted desktop environment. Uh, for one monthly charge. Uh, This article is by Brian Cox. We've got with us Harvey Green, of course. Harvey, how's it going?
1: It is going well.
0: Uh, And Jaira Cox is uh, from uh, Nutanix. Jaira, how's it going? Good. Howdy. And then our guests of honor, we have have, uh, Adrian Escobar,
2: who's on from
0: Lenovo. Adrian, how's it going?
2: It's going great. Thanks for having me.
0: And you want to tell the uh, the listeners what your role at Lenovo is?
2: Oh, gosh. Uh, let's see. Um, I am a digital transformation evangelist for Lenovo's Infrastructure Solutions Group. Okay. That is a lot <laughs> of words. <laughs> I've rehearsed that several times. Uh, yeah, I can tell.
0: Obviously, you're on here, so the, the Nutanix world must fall into your bucket of things that you're responsible for helping customers and partners figure out.
2: It it is on the infrastructure solutions side. So yeah, the the infrastructure solutions group uh, was formerly named the data center group. However, as we all know, the data center is, is evolving, is changing. And and in fact, the data center doesn't even live in the data center anymore in some cases. So uh, infrastructure solutions group is, is actually a better name for that organization as we tend to help our customers, you know, reach their business KPIs through the use of technology wherever it may live.
0: Yeah. Yeah, It's funny. I was at a um, a party this weekend and, these guys were talking about all the buildings and things they're building. And I threw out, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm building a data center in Manhattan. And they were like, oh, I'm like, well, you really have no idea what that means. But yes, right. I'm building a data center in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I've rented some space in one rack in one big data <laughs> But it seemed impressive at the moment. It did what it, uh, it needed Steven's Stephen's on from Lenovo as well. Stephen, what's your role?
3: So at Lenovo, I'm a technologist. So, But I work more on the client side, the endpoint Everything from PC to IoT. Basically and Esco, Esco and I, but well, that's Adrian. We go, he goes by Esco. Um, we kind of tag team. I'm the client guy. He is the data center guy.
0: Okay. Well, you gotta have both, right? In to in. That's what that's what that means. Yeah. Well, guys,
3: let's uh oh, let's mini me,
2: you complete me. <laughs> Almost oh, like that. Oh. Oh.
3: <laughs> And and Harvey we almost introduce each other that way. Yeah.
2: This is Stephen Miller. He talks pretty.
3: And this is Esco. He looks pretty.
0: Wow. <laughs> well, All right. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's the same thought I had when the gallery view came up. Now I'm just kidding. <laughs> See? <laughs> Okay, well, uh, let's jump in. We've been, we're on a limited time frame here, which is fine. Uh, Harvey and I have a meeting with some uh, Nutanix folks after this. I know you guys have some other meetings. But let's uh, let's set it up by talking about the intro here and, and why the need, what's happened in the last, I don't know, 12 to 18 months that's caused such a huge increase in the ability or need for people to work remote some of the time, all the time, you know, whatever it is. Andy, I don't want to diminish my
3: role, but my entire job is that first paragraph. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, All I talk about, this is municipalities, this is corporations, this is small business, is that first paragraph. Um, And when we're recording just this week, Apple sent out a thing to where Tim said everybody will be in the office a minimum of three days a week. The employees reported back and said, no, he won't. We like this, we're productive this way. Um, there's another study that Bloomberg just seconded this motion to where 40% of us will look for a job in a different company if we don't have the right work from home balance. Now that's up about 400%, normally about 10 to 12% of us look for a new job. It will be up, 40%, up to 40% now. And the reality is we want that experience to be exactly the same. Care where my software is loaded. I don't care where my data is. I care: do I have the exact same experience regardless of what chair I'm sitting in? Right. See, to go to work, we used to go to a building. Now right. to go to work, we go to our PC. Right. Our device. Our device, Steven. We go our to device. our device. Our <laughs> device. We do as much work on our phone, and yeah. I want the same experience. I do as much work on my phone as I do my my
0: PC. But think about it. We always went to a device to get work done. We just had to go somewhere first to get to that device. Isn't that crazy? We
3: had to sit in traffic, which stinks, right? We had to deal with all of that mess. And then, by the way, most of the time we were in the office, it was a waste of time. We could have been more efficient, not bothered by the – now, we missed the office. We absolutely missed the office two days a week. (laughs) <laughs> but we want the same experience here's the piece we want the same experience regardless of what chair we're sitting at
1: yeah
0: yeah we want to know we can that. get stuff done we, we we may have to understand there's security benefits or security challenges but those should be the same no matter where you're at even when you're sitting in what you deem to be safe which is the the building just because there's a electronic lock on the door well if we go into security,
3: it's going to be another hour-long podcast. But yeah, right.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, let's. Uh, we've identified that more people want to work remote. They also want to have the choice of when to come in the office. I, I I've been coming in the office the whole time, not because I had to, but because it's my getaway. Right. I, I escape my normal world or my home life, and that's not a bad thing. I, I like being around my wife and kids. At the same time, I need to. I need to bunker. I need to get in a bunker, and I need to get work done sometimes. And that gives me the option, and I work the same way no matter matter where I'm at. So uh, this next section talks about the need for ease and speed and deployment of end-user computing. Obviously, it needs to be functional, which we've talked about, but it also needs to be manageable and and available to get out there by the organization, or it becomes too much of a burden if we tell everybody, no, you got to come back to the office. How do you guys
3: uh, factor into that? Well, also keep in mind, um, premium sales are up as well. So it's not just us at Lenovo with our X1 line, but it's the other guys too, and even the fruit company, right? The premium sales are up way over regular PC sales. So the end user has an expectation of a better device, a better experience. It's not just employee experience, it's employee expectation. So if my device better be better, I better have touchscreen. I better have thin and light. I better have horsepower. Well, some of those things are the data as well.
2: Yeah. And so that's actually where where it becomes really interesting as we start pivoting from, you know, Stephen's business, which is the end point, you know, to, to my business inside of the data center is, you know, how do we stand this up? And how do we stand this up at scale? And then how do we stand up this, how do we stand this up swiftly at scale and then for an ever changing dynamic? I mean, Stephen, how many devices am I supposed to carry on average? I carry 3.7 devices these these days, right? You know, all of that is hitting the data center. All of that needs to be changed. All of that needs to be evolving constantly. And then as we start approaching, we take workforce experience and make that a good thing we start having a customer experience or or improving our customer experience. So again, how do we stand all these things up at scale? And as we're moving to grow, as we're moving to evolve, as we're moving to satisfy the needs, the idea of not having to manage every piece in the data center becomes something that is a has to have. It's not a nice to have anymore, it is a has to have. How do I do this without looking at 15 different GUIs and how do I make sure they all play together? And and that's actually, you know, where Nutanix in the data center, in my opinion, makes sense. I, I hate to say this, Jira, don't laugh too hard, but but one click is actually where I need to be. So that way I can do all of the other stuff I gotta do. I need that one click.
1: Yeah, for sure. That that's the real that's the enabler that lets you do other much more important things, right? If you don't have that, you're you're gonna stay in the weeds doing lesser value activities, right? It's just it's just physics.
2: The other thing that I like about the Nutanix platform, in this particular sense, and, and we joked about it a second ago, but we talked about security, you know. And then, it's, you know, Stephen, when you dropped the the municipalities, and you, you talked about security being a whole other podcast. What I like about the security discussion inside of Nutanix, especially for municipalities, is it's still a one-click discussion. It's still a self-healing. This is the way it is. This is the way the stigs are written. And these are the way the stigs are, are managed. And I can have one guy do it on one screen. Beautiful. Well, IT
3: is being called upon more so than ever. And it's not to turn screwdrivers or to put in a new something or another. It's to push the business forward. How can technology help advance our business? So the infrastructure stuff, the endpoint stuff, has to become easier because IT has bigger, more important jobs to do.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and guys, I know we're kind of talking about Lenovo and, and the hardware piece. What's, what's the software piece on both the data center and the endpoint side? It's, it's software, right? Software is what's making that hardware yeah. become fewer clicks.
2: Right, exactly. So we need something that's going to be as portable throughout as it possibly can be. And the, the whole crux of what we're talking about right now is just making our IT brothers' lives easier as they do what they need to do. Well, let's let's take that, that experience of doing from one click one platform and let's take that throughout. Let's take that from, from data center to edge or from cloud to edge where it needs to be. So, I mean, VDI in, in a simple platform, you know, to me it sounds like, like Citrix. And putting all of these pieces together as one click as we can possibly make it is going to make the IT team, our consumer's IT team, life a lot easier. All the end user wants is for
3: when I touch something, it works and it not to be hard. I can't call the help desk to figure something out. End users should be empowered to not know how the computer
0: works. And is the in the goal here from a Lenovo perspective to make it easier to buy, easier to provision, easier to maintain?
3: Absolutely. Well, one, you want the PC to shock and delight, right The PC has to be something like our phone, like our car, like our shoes. It's a part of our digital wardrobe. It represents us. So we care about this styling. but let's talk about getting business done. You open that lid and hit the power button. It's got to be premium. It's got to be that. I want the experience to be my PC is fat. Nobody wants to hear my computer's running slow today. How many times have we heard that?
2: <laughs> More than times. we want. Yeah. How many times do we want to hear that? Yeah. Right. Right. So, so then you take t-
0: this, this. Go ahead, Eddie. You envision this overweight computer that just didn't want to wake up today. That's obviously not what happened. There's there's things that are inefficient happening.
2: Yes. So what I, liked, what I like about what we're doing together, the, the, the mess of us um, from a Lenovo, Nutanix, Citrix perspective is the, is the fact that we're introducing this concept of, of employee workforce experience, which then drives a great customer experience. And that's actually what our consumers want at the end of the day. And we're stripping out the monotony. We're stripping out that not so nice experience. Well, some of the monotony that, that comes into play is, is actually the, the care and feeding of the hardware, as well as the paying of the hardware. You know, the, these capital and operational models that, that existed, you know, were, were kind of daunting for an IT guy to manage. But what if I could take, you know, your ability to operationalize the cost of your data center and then not even having, not even having to manage the hardware? I'll take that off your plate as well. So, now you, the IT administrator, basically live at the operating system and hire. We'll take care of the, the caring, the feeding of the BIOS and the firmware. We'll take care of the what, what is the power consumption and how are we charging you for that. And then we'll charge you accordingly for what that actually ends up being. And, and that's, that's where TruSco comes into play. So, We're stripping out all of the easy stuff. We're giving you a financial model that makes sense when you use it. And then we're giving you the flexibility to grow and scale a platform, you know, at at the click of a Well, This is actually nirvana. Go ahead, Jared.
1: The scaling seems super attractive to me from like a risk management standpoint, right? Because because like you almost have, we've talked about this on past episodes, Windows updates are like the enemy of capital expenditure. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we're planning for 2,000 desktops today. We're planning for a certain amount of headroom because we know that these things are going to get bigger as more updates get packed into that desktop over three to five years. But we're taking a guess at what that overhead and additional resource consumption looks like, right? And this is more of a, a risk management approach to say we can keep performance, keep customer delight ha- high throughout the life of the virtual machine or the hardware or the cluster or the whatever, right? The the work from anywhere, uh, phase.
2: So I think the other thing that becomes interesting with this particular platform is that as you start needing to pivot, because right now, and, and the, the stat was scary, it's like 60% of consumers learned to find another brand during the pandemic. And then of those 60%, I think the number was like 40% of those people were staying with the new brand. So if you're a company and you know your customer, you, with the stat, you know your customers are leaving you. How do you provide the best experience for them? Or how do you provide an evolving experience for them? I wasn't doing it right on day one, but on day three, I figured out how to do it. And now I'm doing it better. You know, having infrastructure that is that is mindless, where I don't have to worry about what it does. I just know it can do. And I can pivot the, the data center workloads to where they need to be to satisfy that experience, whether it's workforce or, or customer experience. That allows me a lot of flexibility too. And I'm not having to deal with it. It's just doing what it's supposed to do. Click, click, go, click, click, go. A Gartner study
3: says that customer satisfaction is directly related to end-user satisfaction. Mm. So if you put the PC in people's hands that delight them because it's cool, thin, light, when they open the lid, they have an experience that's just as cool, thin, and light and just works, you're a long way toward end-user satisfaction.
1: Yeah. Well, when, and your your stat, Stephen, about forty percent of people willing to look for a different job that lets them work the way they want to work, right? That I, I'm hearing c level OKRs around churn and retention and yes. and threats to productivity, right? And it, it's just that's just the way that works, right? If you had forty percent turnover in a company, that company runs very differently oh, <laughs> after you yes. finish that hiring cycle than it did before. And right now, everyone's saying it runs pretty well. So. Like you've got a real threat there, or you could have a real real threat there.
0: Guys, let me me sum up what we're talking about here. We're talking about Lenovo partnering with Nutanix to provide infrastructure, desktop specifically. Um, Is it just the infrastructure part, or is the Citrix or VMware or both pieces part of that equation too, or or is it just Citrix, or is it just Lenovo and Nutanix? And and also want to know where these data centers are at across the, the country or the globe.
2: So the stack that we're providing with this offering is the stack to satisfy an end user. So if you're a company and you need to add tens of thousands of users, or you need to be able to support a new experience or a better experience for a thousand users, how can I do that swiftly? How can I ebb and flow that so that way my users that do have an experience aren't hindered and how do i bring in the infrastructure there and then with the true scale offering on top of that that allows us to then take the monotony off the hardware management side cuz let me back up the great thing about true scale is that it is your 1u your 2u inside your four walls however it's an operational cost and it's operationalized based on what you use so you actually are paying for the drink that you drink when you drink it, not before, not after, and not for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and this gives us the opportunity to take take the knowledge that the infrastructure is going to be there, remove out the need for my IT administrators to spend time doing firmware and BIOS updates whenever those come. It allows that whole flexibility uh, in, in providing of a platform to the business so that way they can satisfy their end users wherever they may be. Right.
0: Okay. Harvey, questions that uh that you would want to try to vet out still in what we've covered?
3: I I don't necessarily have questions. I mean, this is this is an, another of the options in in which you know technology is is both taking itself forward, but also, again, you know, from, from our perspective, we talk about this all the time, m- making sure that the technology is out of the way. Um, That This is getting it out of the way of not only the end users, but the administrators in in a lot of cases, and just making it so that there is a known good platform for things to run smoothly.
2: Harvey, I think what's interesting about what you just said is... It's, it's getting our IT administrators to do what they do best. We, we don't pay IT administrators to mash keyboards. We don't. We, <laughs> we, we pay them to think. We pay them to understand our business and to make the technology sing for the business. Right. So how many places can I eliminate them needing to mash the keyboard so that way they can literally sit in a room behind a whiteboard and make it better? make it better for my internal, my workforce experience and make it better for my my customer experience that personalize that customer experience so that way we can get there. And then all of the CIOs we're talking to right now want to automate as much as they possibly can. And they want to do that so that way they can make smarter decisions faster and execute on them. Well, it doesn't get any faster or easier with this platform to eliminate all of the old legacy things that needed to be done while you're managing a data center. Right. Yeah, we don't we don't
0: pay them to do um, you know sit around and rack hardware. We pay them the bigger money to help us figure out how to improve efficiencies at the yeah. most of the time at the software level.
2: Right, and making that software sing for the business. Right. Yep.
0: Well, guys, I am uh, I am out of time. Uh, this has been great. I appreciate you guys jumping on. Obviously, Lenovo and Nutanix have uh, come together with solutions but that helped um, our users uh, become more efficient without, again, spending time chasing hardware and, and trying to figure out what they need to buy. As um, as Adrian said, you're you're drinking by the drink when you drink it, not doing what we've all done in our past, which is overbuying, way overbuying on the front end because <laughs> we didn't want to underbuy and then have the finger pointed at us later. We went and bought
2: the big gulp because we might be thirsty later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then we thought we had to drink the big gulp and we got sick and uh, died. Or, or, or
2: you're like, I'm not thirsty anymore, and then you get watered down big gulp. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, I don't want watered down big gulp. Well, actually, oh, well, that's a whole nother, but we could we could spin that one, we could work <laughs> that one. The, the watered the down big gulp. comes out,
1: yeah, you got the yeah. old coke still,
2: yeah, exactly,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes
0: flat. Oh, right. And then, and then you have to throw that big plastic cup away,
2: and you've now hurt my. I'm driving by. down the road drinking a big plastic cup. You can't see the road. I'm <laughs> just.
0: <laughs> and look, they don't make cup holders for those things. No, right? they don't. No. Oh, <laughs> no. no. The point is, software defined. Get what you need when you need it, and let all the other bad stuff be Lenovo's problem to handle. You just are a consumer of. of and who you. better to handle it than the guys that built the gear?
2: Right. That's right.
0: Just saying. No. Well, guys, I appreciate you joining. This has been great. And uh, let's plan to uh, jump on and do another one down the road.
2: Absolutely. Sounds good. Thanks for having
0: us. All right, guys. Thank you.